Welcome back to the Masterclass series. Today is day three, and I'm really excited about this. If you haven't listened to Masterclass one and two, I'd recommend doing that before you hop into this, just so that you have a context and background of what I'm referencing to. So if you don't know who I am, my name is Kayla, and I'm a spiritual mindset coach that specializes in human design coaching. And today's masterclass is going to be specifically about how embodying your human design and seeing your life through this lens, and then also just embodying and tapping into the conscious and in earth is really going to empower you to strengthen your intuition and trust yourself. And so I really just want to dive into this today, like really talking about intuition and obviously sharing my own experience of how I've been on my own intuitive journey related to human design or not, but how human design has really brought it color and clarity and density in terms of how I connect with it in my life. So really looking forward to this conversation. So maybe you're new to connecting to your intuition or this has been a journey that you're on and maybe you don't really know like what it is. And so your, your intuition is really it's your inner knowing it's not it's not logic it's really just you knowing what's best you knowing the truth you having this hunch and then realizing that you were right it might be moments in time where you feel a pull to go a certain direction like figuratively and literally like you could be driving somewhere and you're like hey i think i'm going to take this right turn when usually i go down a little bit farther on this road you know or it might be just this hit to say something to someone or to take a little bit longer to do something like it's just sometimes it happens so subtly that people don't realize that they are connected to their intuition and everyone has their intuition and it's not just something that's available to people who are psychic or people who are super zen and spiritual have been doing this for a long time but what happens is when you strengthen your connection to your intuition what happens is that you stop to question when you get guidance and that that's the secret because it's when we get those hits, those intuitive hits, these inner knowings, these things that don't make sense. Maybe it's these words, this, these sounds, these signs that you see in your life. And then it's the logic that k- kicks in. Oh, well, that's not possible. Or that's just silly. Or, oh, no, I, I don't, I don't want to believe that sign. That can't be true. And it's that chatter, that contrast that comes over, which is really just the ego wanting to protect you and to search for facts to search for things that are concrete because then that means when something is certain, that means that there's control over it. There's an understanding, there's evidence, there's structure, there's order, there's just proof that that is, quote, the truth. But ultimately, when you do the work to connect to your intuition and you begin to trust yourself, and that's like the biggest, biggest thing, And this is something that I've really been talking about lately on social media and then even just on my podcast channel and something that has really come up for me with human design is trusting myself. And what that means is literally, quite literally, trusting my intuition and my inner guidance. And so looking at this from a human design lens is my inner guidance is my sacral because that is my inner authority as a sacral generator and so 
what I've noticed up until the point of when I really started to understand human design and embodiment, what was happening was that I was living my life in frustration and I thought that was normal. And what I mean by that, furthermore, is like, you know, I spent the first 20 odd years of my life doing things that I thought I had to do more specifically career-wise, I think this is like this is like part of my mission in life is just really to create this satisfying career in this entrepreneurial space in my coaching business. And when I started working when I was 14, all the way up until 29, 30, I've had over 22 different jobs. And some of them are entry-level, some of them were legitimate like career paths, like I went to university and got a teaching degree and was a teacher and then even started a personal training business and had clients and was working downtown Toronto, you know, it's like I had legitimate opportunities and at times was making really good money, like above a livable wage, but I wasn't satisfied. So that is a prime example of not following my intuition, not following my inner authority, because I was on the train of, okay, Kayla, you went to university for six years to get this teaching degree, and now you are going to be a teacher. You're going to go to China, you're going to teach physical education and ESL, and then you're going to come back to Canada, and you're going to continue to teach, you know, you're going to get a pension, you're going to get summers off, and I'm not saying this to shame teaching whatsoever. I'm saying this because that was my thought process. It was very much in my head and I was not connecting to my desires of what I actually wanted to be doing. So this frustration that I was feeling, that is also, that's my inner authority, but that ultimately is part of my intuition. That frustration for years was literally my higher self, my inner guidance telling me, Kayla, this is not what you want to be doing. Like, who are you kidding? This is not what you want to be doing. So just going to continue to be frustrated, continue to be tired, continue to be dissatisfied with my work, continue to complain and just be unfulfilled and know that I was settling doing something that I didn't want to be doing. And so it was in 2019 when I discovered human design I found out that I was a generator and I started to learn a little bit more I didn't really get into human design until this year in 2021 but when I discovered this moment that I'm telling you right now earlier how I said when you connect with your intuition it's because you've developed this awareness to be aware of the chatter that comes up when you know your truth and you choose to ignore it And so what was happening was that because I was developing my awareness, my own spiritual journey from getting into, you know, manifestation, meditation, spirituality, energy work, Reiki, human design, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're a sacral generator and you're designed to follow your gut. Your gut is going to tell you, you're going to respond if it's a yes or a no. And you're, you're literally designed to follow your bliss. When you follow your bliss, Kayla, you're going to feel the sustainable energy that is going to pull you through your life and literally light a fire under everyone's ass because they're going to be so inspired by who you're being and what you're doing. So here I am learning about the sacral. (laughs) And once I learned that, it was like I couldn't unsee it. So this, this frustration of doing things that I didn't want to do was so profoundly draining because it was like, 
fucking obvious. I was like, oh, that's actually not a normal feeling. I have not been listening to my intuition. I have been doing things that I thought that I should be doing. And here's the here's the kicker. It's not like it's just a, a switch where I'm like, oh, I'm a sacred generator. I'm just going to follow my gut. Because there's literally almost three decades of programming that I should make decisions based off of, you know, low risk, high reward, if that's even possible. You know, like, for example, taking a career that has a stable monthly income and has benefits and has this and that and just doing things that, you know, the quote American dream, for example, go to school, find your partner, get married, get a degree, get engaged, get married. I already said get married twice. So, you know, (laughs) have a child, buy a house, whatever it is, like do those things in the quote correct order of how they should be done. And then you're, you've fulfilled your life. Like that's what you're supposed to do. And it's like, that is so deeply ingrained because it's like, oh, well, who am I to be in my 30s and not have X amount of money saved or to have debt for this or to be this far along in my business and not have the results that I want? Oh, I should just go back to getting a secure job. That is not listening to my intuition, right? Again, coming back to the sacral, Kayla, would you like to, you know, find a job that pays this amount of money but you're going to be going back into the corporate world and giving up on your business. That's a fuck no in my body. Now, taking that risk doesn't necessarily feel good. It feels uncomfortable. But intuitively, I can feel this presence of what if it all works out? What if what if it works out? What if this happens? What if that happens like in in an abundant positive desirable way and and so this is what happens is that when I started to learn about human design and I really started to tap into my authority and my sacral and started to understand how to use it to respond to things in life because that is a strategy of a sacral being right so generators manifesting generators is like responding to things in life so doing that is like strengthening my relationship with my intuition because then what happens is like it, there is this total stigma around like, oh, it's too good to be true to just follow your bliss and get everything that you want, right? Because we're so programmed to have this experience of like struggle or working hard or justifying why it is that we've received what we have and so on. So it really does, it really does take cultivating and a commitment to strengthen your intuition, And so I'm just using my sacral example because obviously I'm a sacral and I'm going to speak for myself, but let's say you are an emotional authority. That's how you connect your intuition is through your emotions. And even your emotions, that's going to have a stigma as well because emotions like, you know, oh, if you make emotional decisions and, you know, you should be thinking with your head and making the most logical decision, right? But the way that we use emotions in human design to make decisions is really feeling all of the humanness the the experience within you and processing all of those frequencies of energy within you coming to a point of clarity before making a decision but what happens is in, in society we're so instantaneous that we actually have this realm that pushes people to make emotionally charged decisions because doing things fast and doing things quickly is praised upon right 
especially with, you know, look at social media, look at the internet, everything is so fast, everything happens so quickly, and, you know, we never shame anything that, that happens quickly, especially if you want it, if you get it faster, then great, right, so paying attention to that, and really looking at, like, if you have an emotional authority, like, how can you honor your emotions, how can you give yourself space, how can you trust that giving yourself the time to ride your emotional wave is going to intuitively guide you to what you're meant to do next. Another authority is the splenic center, right? So the splenic center is really an act, is actually a very intuitive center. And this center is about tapping into what's best for me, what's good for me, what's essential, right? And so this is so amazing because it really it really gets you to connect with yourself and what you need. Not what everyone else says you should be doing or how you should be doing it. It's what you need. Your physical awareness center of like paying attention to your body and your health and what's good for you. Right? So then again, it can be it can be challenged and the stigma can be like, well, maybe what you want and what's good for you, what you know your truth is, is what's good for you is unconventional. And then you're being met with resistance. So then that's the opportunity to connect with your own intuition, your own inner authority is, are you going to listen to what other people say is good for you? Are you going to listen to yourself, right? And that's how you're going to strengthen that. That's how you're going to that silence that chatter and really bring that back to you and what's best for you. So when we look at the, the ego authority, the heart authority, this really comes down to desires and desiring and knowing what it is that you want. And so the thing with desire is that there is definitely a stigma around having an ego authority because that authority is literally designed to make selfish decisions. And the truth being that a selfish decision for you is will ultimately be the best and the highest good of all. So that in itself is to trust that narrative, that that is the truth, and that you get to desire what it is that you want and pursuing that, having that willingness to take the actions or take the inactions to get what it is that you want, that's what's meant to be. And that, again, trusting your intuition, like your inner authority. When we're moving into self-projected, this is when you have your G-center and up defined, or at least your G-center and your throat. So this, you're, when you're self-projected, as an authority, what that means is that you're going to be looking at how you identify to the things that you're pursuing. When you make decisions, the conversation is with yourself, like, is this me? Does this feel like me? Is this for me? Do I resonate with this? Does this fit my values? It's identity-based. So even then, like, the opportunity there, self-trust is huge because you have to know who you are and really trust your own identity and the direction that you're going in life because that's how you make those decisions. That's how you're going to connect with your intuition. When you are a mental projector, mental authority or environmental, what that means is that you're not using your head center and your ajna to make decisions. You're actually going to be projecting what it is that you're thinking about, your thoughts and your feelings. So you're going to be a sounding board. You're going to be sharing that outside of you with people that you trust and really being in the right environment to make those decisions so that you can really play with and experience the frequencies of what it is that you're deciding. 
So it's like this dance, intuitively your dance is taking with, with what you have inside of you, bringing it outward, playing with it, and then making a decision based off of, you know, possibly the reactions from other people or just hearing yourself speak the words of your thoughts and your desires and your emotions and letting that come out of you and then trusting yourself to make a decision from that. And then the last authority that we have is a lunar authority. And the lunar authority is obviously for reflectors. And this is such a divine authority because it's really about being in, in the cycles with the moon, but it's all about energy. It's all about being in the right space and really paying attention to the daily cyclical experiences of your own energy, right? Because just because reflectors are 1% of the population and they have no centers defined, everything is either undefined or open, that doesn't mean that they are going to have the same experience as another reflector when it comes to making decisions. Again, that in itself is a unique intuitive experience of looking at, okay, how am I affected in this environment? What is my energy when I make, you know, this kind of decision at this time of the month or this time of the day? What works for me? And then it's about honoring and trusting yourself again. Is this a yes or a no for me? Is this of the highest good for me? Is this of the highest good for the collective or the things that I'm up to? So I just really wanted to dive into the authorities and really talk about the difference between them, but ultimately also show you that your, your inner authority in human design is how you strengthen your connection to your intuition. It's one thing to, and I'm totally an advocate for this, meditating, journaling, doing, you know, a lot of inner work, like shadow work, inner child work, all of that really does help work through any blockages or stagnant energy where you'll be able to hear yourself more clearly and really connect to your higher self and your intuition. This is just another tool, really tapping into your authority and how it works for you. And so the thing is, like, again, on top of all this, like I'm saying, these are the seven authorities. These are how they work. You might listen to this and be newer to human di design and be like, oh, that's, that's how it's supposed to work for me. I still want to invite you to check things out, do some research, play with your own authority. Because one thing that I can say, for example, is as a sacral authority, I've heard people talk about, you know, when you ask yourself something, you're going to hear an uh-huh or a nuh-uh. And I've never experienced that. I've seen this like I've seen this in textbooks about human design and I I've never heard that in my head when making a decision or if, or even like felt a nuh -uh or a, an uh-huh like yes or no my experience of making a decision with my sacral it's like a pull it's either like a, a yes like a lean forward like this is totally my jam or it's like a repulse like especially if it's a no like a hard no it's like a fuck no like nope like not open for discussion doors closed like come back tomorrow this isn't happening and so the thing is the important bit again this is the next level of trust in your intuition is looking at how does my authority work for me not what does it say in the textbook or the podcast or, you know, online in an Instagram post or a Facebook group or whatever. Like, it's really what works for you. And again, that's just another example of being able to trust yourself and tap into your intuition. So I really wanted to share this. This is just like one piece of what happens when you start to embody your human design and you start to really look at your authority and understand your strategy and you know your signature and your not self theme and all of that it's a lot and it's one thing to know what it is 
it's one thing for me to say, oh, I'm a SQL generator, and I respond yes or no to things. But now, for example, I can see how when I go into making decisions, especially big decisions, sometimes I say yes, and then all of a sudden it's a no, and I'm like, why is this a no? Like, I said yes. And then I realized that I was actually only saying yes to one part, not the whole thing. Or maybe it was a yes one day, and it's a no the next day. So then there's, like, this other layer of, like, oh, my God, like, trusting my intuition again. Like, this was a yes, now it's a no, or vice versa. So it's just, like I mentioned in the other classes, master classes, embodying human design is an experiment. It's not a place to get to. It is a continuous journey. It's an unfolding And the fact that we're just impacted by the energy that is available consistently within ourselves, but then also the cosmic transits on a daily basis, right? Or even just the gates that we have to find in our chart. Like when I talked about, and now I'm going to tie in my conscious sun and earth because I've been talking about this for, you know, three master classes now. When I look at my conscious sun and earth, gate 36 and 6, I can see how understanding those energies and using my authority to work through them is really going to help me, again, strengthen my intuition. You know, like, just as an example today, I was, this is such a minimal thing, but it's still the process of embodiment and tapping into my intuition and using my authority. I was feeling very, I was literally feeling very turbulent about what I was doing with my day. I was like, okay, like, I should do this, I should do that. And I was like, okay, Kayla, here you are doing, you're shitting all over yourself. Like, do you want to do this, yes or no? And just, like, process of elimination, playing with my emotions and seeing how I was feeling. And I was turbulent in the sense I was like, oh, well, I should go to the gym. And I was just, like, in conflict with myself. The shadow of my conscious earth, right? And then being turbulent, feeling that conscious sun energy. And I'm like, all right, I'm in the shadow of this, so... How can I use my authority and really use my authority to make decisions so that I can allow myself to embrace feeling turbulent and in conflict? And so what I decided was like through the yes and no process, it was like, okay, I'm not going to go to the gym today. Instead, I'm going to plan having a bath tonight. I'm going to record this masterclass. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And through that, I'm like accepting the turbulence and the conflict within myself and coming into this diplomatic energy right? The grounding energy, the gift of my conscious earth, gate six, speaking with myself, being diplomatic and coming into the gift of my conscious sun, which is humanity. All right, I'm a human. That means that I'm not going to be going 24-7, feeling motivated and crushing my workouts every single day. I'm allowed to change my mind right? Moving into that, moving through these energies, but also, again, trusting my intuition, using my authority is allowing me to move through the different frequencies of these gates. And like, you can literally do this with any gate in your chart. You can do it with anything in your life. But I'm showing you from a human design lens what it means to embody the energy that you have imprinted and consistently accessible within you. So that is just to give you insight on using your authority and using human design and even just more beyond that like I I talked about the authorities today but like you can look at the aura of being a generator manifesting generator manifester projector and reflector like look at the aura and how they show up and really ask yourself like am I in alignment with this does this resonate with me and the other thing too 
that I've had conversations with people when they're like, I don't fully resonate with my type. And then I've invited them or we've looked it up together. If you go on Genetic Matrix, you can look up your chart, your quantum chart, which is your design date and your your mind line date. So your personality, they keep changing the vocabulary. Let me rephrase that. So you have two dates of imprints when it comes to your energy on your chart. You have the design date, which is 88 days before your birthday. And this is going to be the left-hand side of your chart. There's a left side column, all unconscious definition in your chart. All the planets are there unconsciously defined with gates and lines. Then you're going to have your mind. So they say it's like your mind lines or your, your um, mind date. So the date that you're born, that energetic imprint, it also shows up as personality now on genetic matrix, which explains why I'm literally stumbling over my own words. That date is specifically the day that you were born and the conscious imprint of energy that you get on that date. So obviously I'm talking about the conscious sun and the conscious earth, which in the three master classes, I really dove into how I've noticed these energies in my life, how I've walked through them, how I've embraced them, how I've stumbled, struggled, and fell through them through very critical events in my life, right? And so having this awareness is I can see through my intuition of being able to play with these energies and move through them through a human design lens, but also gene keys and just really contemplating, allowing and accepting and just embracing like being human like this. I, it's so funny. Like I literally cannot speak about this unless I'm talking about like being human, having compassion and feeling peace. Like the energy, this energy is so consciously prominent in me that this is just how I speak when it comes to like doing inner work and moving through things in your life. And for you, when you discover your conscious sun and earth, that is literally how you are meant to impact the world. This is what creates your profile. This is what creates that 6-2 profile for me and how I show up. And so it's just so, it's so beautiful. I really love this work of playing with this energy. It's just, it's very fluid. It's not a one, two, three, four step process. It's really an exploration and it's really about being in a space of curiosity and like looking back on your life. And that was the work I had you do in that second masterclass is looking back in your life and looking at, you know, where have you been in alignment? Where have you been out of alignment? Where has your awareness allowed you to have relationships with others from a human design lens that empowers you and them to be collaborative of giving and receiving from each other? So Today, what I want you to think about, and I'll have this reflection in the show notes of this masterclass on my podcast channel, I really want you to, if you don't know what your authority is yet, or if you do know what your authority is, I really want you to look at, first of all, have I been in integrity with using my authority And am I using my authority in a way that feels aligned for me or am I following a textbook or how it should be, right? So remember how I completely ditched that example of like this uh uh-huh and uh naha in my circle, like I've never felt or heard that in my life, right? Again, intuitively trusting yourself to trust your authority so that you can ultimately allow your authority to guide you and you can be connected to your intuition. And I think the next thing to really ask yourself is like, where in your life have you noticed your intuition? How have you been able to connect with it? What came 
from that connection. And then the last thing I really want you to ponder about is looking at, so in the first masterclass, I got you to look up your conscious sun and earth, and I really want you to look at how am I using my intuition to move through the energies of my conscious sun and earth? And how does your authority tie into that? What have you discovered you know, in the different areas of life? And really looking at how you can strengthen your intuition. How can you, when you look at the shadows, the gifts in the city of your conscious side on earth, how can you use that to strengthen your intuition and come into the city in the highest frequency of those gates that are going to be the most prominent in your body graph and in your human design? So those are the contemplations that I'm inviting you to explore and write about. And I definitely recommend writing about them because when you get your thoughts out of your mind through your hand onto paper, it's very different than just, you know, internally contemplating. So with that being said, this is the final masterclass of this series. And I honestly really loved recording these. And you know what's funny? I'm just going to share a little tip for you. I was checking in with my sacral before I did these masterclasses and I thought, oh, Kayla, you know, you should do a Facebook Live or Zoom or go on Instagram Live and then, you know, do X, Y, and Z. And I just caught myself. I was like, okay, first of all, I'm not, I'm not lit up by this. That's a no. And I realized that that was a should. Oh, well, literally all the successful people, they do live streams when they launch a program. Duh, obviously you should do it. And I was like, no. And that, again, an example, literally an integral example of me following my authority. I fucking love recording podcast episodes. Obviously, there's over 200 on my channel. Like, it's the evidence is there. So the other thing I thought of, too, is like, oh, my God, you know, people spend enough time on their phone. If I record this, these master classes, have them on my podcast channel, people can listen to them whenever. They could be driving, they could be doing laundry, they could be walking, they could be cooking, like whatever it is, and they get to just live their life and listen to this wisdom and reflect on it. Yes, that was a fuck yes for me, and that's why I decided to do it this way. So just an example, little things like this, right? And you could even hear my shine that I got really excited about that. So the point is, I want you to know, you have until October 20th to sign up for the waitlist to get $200 off for the Human Design Mini Mastermind. And I'm really excited because I know that through these three master classes, even myself doing this, got so much clarity about what is going to come out of these six weeks together. And it really is like I'm so committed to having this community where it's just such a beautiful space of contemplation and like really looking at going into the depths of human design and gene keys embodiment so that you can really trust yourself, feel at home with yourself and really even like pick up this, this G center energy that I have an abundant amount of this identity, this sense of direction, really like getting your claws into that and just feeling so secure and at peace with doing this inner work getting clarity really owning that conscious sun and that conscious earth energy and showing up in your life unapologetically right and really taking this time to strengthen your relationship with your intuition really look at and question like how does human design work for you 
How are you going to use this as a tool in your life? How are you going to use this to really look at your past and get closure or even just get clarity on where you're going in your future or looking at how you can embody human design and transform the relationships in your life, right? So that was really the second masterclass that I did. And the first one was really about, you know, getting this closure and having this power of like seeing how you show up in the world. And this third one is ultimately trusting your intuition, right? And so the beautiful thing, obviously, obviously I'm going to tie this in, coming to a decision to sign up and come into this container together is really going to be about you having a conversation with your inner authority and your intuition and listening to that and really playing with that and trusting your version of your gut. <laughs> obviously, I trust my sacral. My queen sacral is my gut response. So six weeks transformation work together so much love so much compassion such an adventure and again i'm gonna have the link in the show notes so that you can check that out and get on the wait list and then i'm going to have the card open from october 20th until the 26th and then we're going to kick off october 27th until december 8th and literally just have the best time ever so make sure you do your reflection work of all three master classes the notes for that the questions of inquiry will be in the show notes if you have any questions you can email me hello at kaylag.com or you can send me a dm on instagram at kaylag and i would love to hear your insights on what you got out of these master classes and obviously would really love to see your beautiful soul in the human design mini mastermind so thank you so much for listening And I'll be releasing a podcast episode again for you shortly. 